Hello everyone, this is Truth and Anarchy for Freedom, episode 13 for August the 12th, 2022, and I am Truth Teller Will. And I am Anarchist Becky. And we are in another week in hot August, so what has your week consisted of so far, Anarchist? Um, going to repair shops for my car. Oh, and you and you, yes. and you were there with me. Yeah, your Tahoe, your beautiful Tahoe, your Lily Munster. Yep. They and, did a um, band aid for my AC, and come to find out, it was more than the, what they thought it was, and it's going to cost me twenty five hundred dollars to fix. I don't have that. Yeah, this is why we need donations. And I'll just start off right now and say the donations page is wide open, folks. So if you want to donate, go to give me, uh, well, just go to taft.uno. Taft.uno, that's our website. You'll see the donation link right there. I've momentarily forgotten. And I'd like to give a shout out to Adrian at Broadway Automotive here in Turlock. Um, The man's a genius. So I would like to recommend him. Tell him that Anarchist Becky sent you. He's awesome. He's as honest as a day is long, and yeah, he's great. Right there in Turlock, a beautiful shop and a nice guy, the friendliest uh, auto shop guy you'll meet this side of the Mississippi. Yep. <laughs> yes, I highly recommend them as well. Uh, so that's two for recommended, recommending a Broadway Auto. And, uh, well, maybe we'll get a sponsorship out of them. <laughs> no, no, we're not looking for sponsorships, but uh, <laughs> we just highly recommend them. That's all. Uh, but, yeah, great place. And I hope that, uh, well, I, I hope that, you know, some something good comes out of it. Uh, yep. So, that was your week. Uh, my week, I haven't done much. Uh, went to see Elvis, the movie, and you were right. It wasn't so good after all. It, it it was a shit movie. Yeah, it was confusing. I mean, one word to sum it up: confusing. I was confused all the way through it. Um, now maybe I, because I'm not so smart, but uh, I think I'm smart. I, I just don't like Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann, the director, uh, he was famous for Moulin Rouge and uh, you know other movies. I he's he's a creative. He's an artistry. Uh, it it. It's, this, 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 his his directing style doesn't fit Elvis. It doesn't fit the story. Um, and, and Tom Hanks was no good either as Colonel Parker. But that's another topic altogether. Uh, just sticking to Bob Lerman um, and direct directorial style, I would have preferred Ron Howard. Personally, I would have preferred Ron Howard direct this. I mean, Ron Howard, Spielberg, um, even maybe Michael Bay even. But not Bob Lerman. Um, Bob Lerman is just no. He's not my kind of director. I don't watch his movies. This is the only Bob Lerman film I've ever seen, and I intend to never see. I have see. two favorite directors. Okay, well, who are they? Jerry Bruckheimer. I love his work. Oh, Bruckheimer, he's, he's good awesome. too. Yeah, Top Gun, obviously. Well, the the Maverick, Top Gun, Maverick. Since uh, Tony Scott was no longer available, and who's your second? The guy that does um, Beetlejuice and he does um, Nightmare After Christmas, Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, what's his name? 
Oh, Burton. Tim Burton. Yeah, Tim Burton. I love Tim Batman Burton. Batman 89. Right, yes. Yeah. Yes. He's a good director, I guess. Uh, I mean, I like I liked how he did Batman 89 and, you know, and uh, the sequel to that. Uh, and Beetlejuice. Oh, heck yeah. Beetlejuice is a good movie. Fun movie. Always, you know, I, I try to watch it every uh, Halloween or near Halloween because it doesn't, that's kind of movie it is. It fits the uh, season. <laughs> I've got a, um, um, see, how do you say it? A Halloween dare for you. Oh, a Halloween dear. challenge, I should say. Do you, do you really? Yes. Okay. I challenge you this Halloween season um, to watch Rocky Horror Picture Show. Well, and then give me a report on what the double feature is. <laughs> I will not watch that movie. I refuse. I refuse on the grounds that I I pick and choose what movies I watch. And just on a dare, I'm not going to watch a movie. No. It's so. not as bad as you think it is. It's something totally different. Well, I will. Um, You've been wrong before. Admit I have it. been wrong before, but I will pass on this op- opportunity. I'm not interested. I'm really not. And so uh, we'll just pass on that. And um, you, I, I, you need to do it. You will. You will be sorry. <laughs> well, again, I. I'll will, even watch it with you. I, I know you love the movie, so that would be nothing to have you watch it with me. I <laughs> I appreciate the offer, but I will pass on that dare. So True teller will, people, being a chicken shit pansy. Hey, 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 that's no way to treat your co-host. <laughs> Call it as I see it. Howard Stern would watch it with me. Well, you know where I stand on Howard, so that means nothing to me. <laughs> you love Howard Stern, you know. Hell it. no. The guy's a moronic piece of shit. Uh-uh. That guy No more than Rush Limbaugh. Well, Rush Limbaugh was actually honest. <laughs> Howard Stern's a dishonest piece of crap. But... What's he been dishonest about? <laughs> Everything. His entire uh, life. No. His entire life. It's a, it's a, it's a piece of, his, his entire life has been a load of shit. But, uh, you know, let's talk about something more. Let's talk about something. I don't know. I, I don't like talking about Howard Stern. He's just he's another talk show host. He, he thinks he's, you know, the man of all seasons and, and the king of all media. That's the word I'm looking for. King of all media. Guys. That's what he called himself back in the 90s. King of all media. I'm in charge. I'm the top guy. Blah, 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 blah. He then is. He, then he sold out to, uh, you know, make a half a billion uh, you know, to go to Sirius XM, and uh, he's, gonna be, he's been going downhill since. I mean, the guy, especially since in the last two years. I mean, oh, wear your mask, wear your mask, get your, get your vaccine. That, ah. that part of him I am <laughs> disappointed on. Not just disappointed. That, that's his true self. He, his true self finally uh, re- revealed. Uh, he's, a, he's a pro-government, you know, anti-freedom. He's not a libertarian. He's he wants to control everyone's life. He 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 appreciates when government controls your life, and you know he'll stand he's by a Jew. any Democrat. That's what his pro- That's his only fault. Is he's a Jew? He, well, I I I'm not gonna. Well, okay. If you want to take it there, fine. But th- there are plenty of good Jews as well as they're bad. So it's, we're not gonna go there. I don't think it's good to, to really need to. We don't need to go there. <laughs> and that's the same reason I don't like Gene Simmons. Is he's an Israeli. I don't like him either. Well, again, that's your choice. That's your choice. Uh, if you wish to email, if you want to talk, if you want to talk about pieces of shit, let's talk about Gene Simmons. Send your comments, folks. Send your comments to uh, truthanarchyfreedom at proton.me. 
truth, anarchy, freedom. At and no, I am not a racist. No, no, no. Neither of us is. We just call it as we see it. We are. I'm the truth teller. She's the anarchist. But uh, I'm sure there's a little truth teller in her, and there's a bit of an anarchy in me. <laughs> oh, I tell the truth. It's just that I'm going to tell it very bluntly, and I'll just lay it yes. out there. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Nothing wrong with that. Um, so, well, how about we go into the news of the week? Well, what's happened okay, this week? Okay, the week. Yeah, what, what's happened this week? I mean, we could, okay, I could start with the, this topic, this item from the Federal Communications Commission. Mm, excuse me, the FCC. What are you? What are you doing? Who? You, you're, are you tapping on keyboard or something? No, I'm being still at my house. Uh, what's all that noise? Not like you were opening a candy bar or tapping on the keyboard. <laughs> no, I'm being still. <laughs> okay. Yeah, are you eating something? No, I'm being still and talking to you. Huh? That's very odd. And the dog is asleep. Well, it's weird. Some weird noises coming over the airwaves. Maybe the FCC is listening to us. Oh, boy. Oh, I don't care. I was having a field day. Well, anyways, I was going to say, uh, the FCC has released a, um, a, a, a PR, uh, a press release, I guess, or whatever this is. Oh, you know what? I'm trying to read something here, folks. Come on. <laughs> okay. Uh, the FCC, this is uh, on their LinkedIn page. Um and yes, I do. I do use LinkedIn. I don't know why. Uh, I don't use it that much. We're committing, like to according to the FCC, in. we're committing nearly 68 million in two new funding rounds through the Emergency Connectivity Program, which provides digital services for students and communities across the country. Today's funding commitments support applications from all three application windows benefiting over 100,000 students across the country, including California, Florida, North Carolina, Nebraska, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. And they have details um, at a link, and I'll provide that link in the show notes if you'd like to learn mm. more. So, Speaking about this week in the news, what about Taiwan? Uh, oh, I wasn't really thinking of talking about Taiwan, uh, but we can go there, sure. Uh, what about Taiwan? Nancy Pelosi going? Oh, well, yeah, she's already gone there and back. Um, yeah, too bad they didn't leave her there. <laughs> yes, I think I've, I mean, we talked about this last week, but um, I will guess I'll just reiterate. Um, it wasn't a good move on her part. She was, it was very stupid, very uh, self-centered and egotistical of her to land in Taiwan, to visit. Uh, I think she was there. Now, obviously, the official story is she was there to talk to the president of Taiwan, to keep good relations going, to show that America supports Taiwan, even though, uh, you know, back home at the same time she was there, uh, back home, uh, the uh, press guy in the White House was saying, uh, we believe in the one China policy and we believe Taiwan is part of China. So the opposite, you know, while Nancy was over there saying we defend Taiwan. We were saying at home that we do not defend Taiwan. So it was a mixed message, um, and Taiwan. it was confusing as hell. It was stupid, and uh, it only made matters worse. Now, obviously, this is a uh, issue that does not just happen now. This goes back to 1949, when Chiang Kai-shek, uh, the nationalist leader was forced out of the country 
and Mao Zedong took over. Um, and on October 1st, 1949, you know, China was declared a communist nation. And the biggest mistake that we Americans made, or not, I shouldn't say we Americans, I should say our president at the time, who was uh, uh, Truman. Truman was our president at the time, at the, at that, in 1949. And Marshall was the Secretary of State. And we did not back Chiang Kai-shek like we should have. We should have defended him. We should have encouraged him to, to move forward. We should have done everything we could to help Chiang Kai-shek. But instead, we helped Mao. And we allowed Mao to take over, forcing Chiang and his, and his uh, followers to go to Taiwan. As, and it was known as Formosa at the time. And I guess in some parts it is called Formosa. Formosa? Formosa. That, that's, the, that's the name of the island. Taiwan. The Mo it's I met you. Okay, I well, we're getting overlapping signal here, but uh anyways, as I was saying, Truman did not support freedom back you know, when when he had the chance to. And so we are where we are today, partly because of Truman and then every you know uh president since, especially Nixon, when he traveled to China to open up China to the Western world, as it were. And so it's just been downhill, you know, and, and downhill for America ever since. So for the last 50 years, especially since 72, when, uh, when Nixon visited and said hello to China and said, you're a part of the world, China. And now, and China became one of the P5 uh, at the UN, which was a very stupid move. They should not be even a part of the UN. I mean, the UN shouldn't even exist, in my opinion. But if they do, fine. China should not be a part of it. They should not have been included. They should have been forced to stay away. But, of course, the whole goal of one world government is to eliminate America. And so, slowly and surely, over the last 50, you know, 60, 70 years, our country has been slowly being chipped away and eliminated from existence you know sure we still exist in some aspect today but will we see america at 250 years you know some would say that's you know only four years away with the declaration i believe it's not until 2037 you know with the constitution signing uh or ratification per se um but the point is between 2026 and 2037, will America even be recognizable by 2037? Uh, just so China has been a thorn in our sides ever since we, you know, allowed Chiang Kai-shek to lose. And uh, so yeah, Taiwan. Should we defend Taiwan? Yeah, we should. They're yeah. about freedom. They're about democracy. Uh, well. They're not, but we are a republic. Remember, America is, is not a democracy. America is not a demo, it is a it is a democratic republic. It is a constitutional republic, but it is not a democracy. There's a difference. And look up the differences. You'll, you'll you know, go to your local dictionary, read the differences. There are, you know, a, a, you know, the Democrats always say, well, we're a democracy. No, they only say that because democracy has Democrat in it, you know, um, 
they, they, they don't want to say republic because that has republican in it. <laughs> you know, so you're not going to get a Democrat to say we're a republic and be honest because it doesn't have their party name in the uh, title of the political system. Um, so, but, but, you know, an, an honest Democrat would, but there are no honest Democrats. I mean, the last, the last two went away, Manchin and Cinema. We thought they were honest Democrats and they folded like cheap tents. Um, it was, it was disgusting. So anyways, uh, regarding Taiwan, yes, we should defend them. Should, if, if China, you know, goes in, they're not going to yet. I don't think it's going to happen this year. Um, but should China eventually go in and, and challenge Taiwan for uh, existence? Yes, we should defend Taiwan. Will we? Not under Biden. I don't see it happening. I, I don't see that happening. I mean, we'll, we'll make some moves. We'll put some battle carriers in position. We might fly some uh, sorties over the island or some such. But we'll never shoot down a Chinese plane. We'll never kill any Chinese. I don't see that ever happening. So... You know, it'll be in words only, not deeds. We will not, you know, under Biden or any president for that matter, it doesn't matter who the president is, we will never actually defend Taiwan. We should, but we won't because it's not in our, it's not, it's not in the presidential, presidential benefit to truly go out there and, and challenge China for supremacy. I mean, for heaven's sakes, China will kill us. If they if, if we if we ever if, if it ever came down to a real war with China, they have us beat ten thousand to one. I mean there's our 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 military and I, I love our military. This is not a beat down on the military. It's just an honest expression of where we're at because of leadership. Not the not the troops on the ground, but the leadership at the top. The leadership at the top needs to be rooted out, eliminated, gone, because they are what are destroying the military from within. The military is, has a proud honor, has a proud legacy here in America, and the leadership, the, the generals, those in charge need to be removed and replaced by real Americans. But uh, So our military is strong, but... We're not strong enough to defeat China. Not right now. Right. Not anytime soon. Yeah. Right. So that—that's that's my take on the whole thing. President Jimmy Carter is still alive. At the moment, he is. Yes. I didn't know we were talking about Jimmy Carter. <laughs> well, we weren't. I just have—I know that you like presidential things. I just thought I. Well, sure. Would. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, and I do. I, uh, I wouldn't say I admire him. I, I would say that I have something in common with him, and that is that he and I share the same birth date. Obviously, many years apart, but we share the same birth date of October 1st. So that's pretty awesome. And I was born while he was president. So that's an interesting fact. Well, aren't you too smart for your own good? Well, I'm not the smartest uh, nickel in the bunch, but... Uh, you know, I try. <laughs> I thought you had in common that you both like Elvis. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that uh, Jimmy's a fan of Elvis, but I wouldn't know. I mean, I mean I as a southerner, he probably is. Says here on IMDb that he was a personal friend of Elvis. Well, uh, hey, good. I, I would. Elvis visited uh, Nixon. 
you know, in 73 or 74, whatever it was, um, before Nixon resigned. Uh, so, you know, Elvis, you know, Elvis knew several presidents while he was alive. So, uh, I wouldn't be surprised that he probably met and knew Nixon, I mean, uh, Carter, because, uh, again, both, they're both Southern gentlemen. Um, so I would expect that. Uh, yeah, but, um, so yeah, we're just, we're just going all over the board as we do on our show. This is, this is yeah. what we do on this show. We just talk about any subject at any moment and you never know what, what we're going to say next. <laughs> so the show notes, I, I know last week, um, I did a whole long, I, I, I filled up the entire, uh, card of, with show notes and I'll try to keep it shorter this week because I don't really want to do short notes. They're kind of boring. <laughs> and, and you know what? And we have no comments from any of our listeners. So if anybody out there really appreciates the show notes, please let us know. And I will keep doing them. Or if you don't want me to do them, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, let us know. You know, you can uh, email us, truthanarchyfreedom at proton.me. Truthanarchyfreedom at proton.me. That's our email address, or just go to taf.uno. That's our website, taf.uno, and uh, you know, see all our information there. Um, and it, right now it is Elvis week. This is uh, we're in the midst of Elvis week, uh, concluding on the seventeenth. You know, the sixteenth is when he died, uh, nineteen seventy-seven. So it's forty-five years since Elvis passed away suddenly. And uh, that's part of, you know, why the uh, Elvis movie was so damn confusing to me. The the ending, you know, I mean, we all know he died at Graceland. And yet, Bob Lerman decides to have Elvis uh, disappear on his plane. Uh, that's not, that was, that's, that's fiction, obviously. We And that's why the, the ending of the movie was so freaking confusing to me. I was trying to figure out what year, what year is it? Because I thought it was 74. Obviously, we know he died in 77, but I thought we were still in the year 74. Um, so that movie was just blanking confusing. Um, I didn't like it. Honestly, I really didn't. Um, as in, Austin Butler, wait, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Next time you'll listen to me, hopefully. Well, it's not about listening to you. Please don't take it wrong, but it's not about listening to you. It's about, you know, saying it for myself and, and getting my, you know, giving my own two cents. You know, you offer your two cents. I offer mine. And it's, you know, I, I, I would I would expect you to do the same. You know, again, you know, offering opinions is fine. Um, and don't be offended if somebody doesn't you know, listen to your opinion. That's, that's okay. And, you know, in, in fact, I would encourage people. As I told you, it was a shit movie. Yeah, now and that's, and, and, and now you're going off the rails complaining about how it was a shit movie. Well, and, and I'm, and I'm agreeing with you. You, you were right. And I, uh, I just, um, I just see it for myself to, to know for myself, uh, what a shit show it was. Pile of dog do that you're going to step in. I'm just going to let you step in yeah, that'd be just fine. That's that's the way that's the way things should happen. And then you're not riding in my car. Okay, I never asked to ride in your car. What dog do on your shoes? Okay, um, I don't know where you're getting all this. <laughs> you're you're going off the rails yourself. <laughs> yes, I. But um, oh my, let's see. Um, 
Where'd it go? Okay, so uh, that's Elvis week. Um, okay, well, we talked about Elvis week. Uh, I wanted to talk about another topic that was in the news. Happened on Monday. FBI raiding of President Trump, President Trump's home in Florida on Monday. Uh, Mar-a-Lago was raided by the FBI. They broke in. They stole papers from Trump. And yes, they they, they claim obviously that. Trump stole papers from the National Archives. No. He that is, probably... No, he did not. Trump did not steal anything. Okay, it is oh. completely legitimate. It's completely legitimate for any president to take any papers that they choose. I mean, talk to Obama. Talk to Clinton. Talk to any former president. The push is... Every president is entitled to their papers for their personal library. So... Trump did nothing wrong. The FBI, this is a purely political move by Biden and the Democrats. Trump is innocent. I will defend, again, I'm not a big fan of him. I will tell you right now, I'm not a big fan of him. I don't want him to run again. I, I will not vote for him if he does. But saying that, I will defend him on this grounds, that he is a former president and he deserves greater respect than he's given. No, he doesn't deserve a goddamn thing. Except a kick in the ass. Okay. Okay. Fine. Whatever. I just don't think it was right of the Democrats to to do this. I mean, okay, fine. You know, they, they want to raid Trump? Let's raid Obama. Let's raid Bush. Let's raid Carter. Let's raid all okay. the former presidents. Let's, let's, let's see what, what every president's hiding. Let's okay. see what Clinton's hiding. I mean, we know, we know Clinton's okay. are hiding a lot of crap. With you okay? I'm for it. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm not, I'm not for it. I'm saying I, I don't want any president raided. I'm saying I, this is wrong. I'm saying it's hella wrong, and and it shouldn't have happened. I'm saying that that the FBI should not even exist. I want the FBI gone. I want them to be you know eliminated from existence because they are a politically corrupt organization. This event, I mean, there have been other events before it, but this event on Monday proved it beyond a shadow of a doubt that they are political henchmen. They are not a, 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 a trustworthy legal organization. They are not a law enforcement organization anymore. They are political hitmen. That's what they are. Political hitmen, you know, doing the, the current president, you know, uh, due bidding. Uh, bidding. bidding. Thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. And that's not right. That is not I mean, this is a this is a this is what a dictator does. This is what a a communist regime does to e to each other. This is, a, this is how this is how China operates. This is how the Chinese communist dictator. You know, he's not a president. Communist Chinese dictator Xi Jinping. This is what he does to his political opponents. He he arrests them. He invades their property. He takes away you know anything that belongs to anything that anybody that's uh, talking against him. This is how the Chinese president, so called, he's really a dictator. This is how dictators across the world operate. You know Mugabe of of old. Of, you know back back when he was alive. This is what he would do every day. I mean any dictator who has ever existed. This is what they do. They, they create a false narrative, and that's what this was. This FBI raid was a false narrative, and you know they just go in willy nilly, say, "Hey, you're doing wrong." Okay, proof. I don't. We don't need proof. You know, they, they oh, if, if they if they need proof, they they create it themselves. They create a false proof. Okay, the, the any proof that, that that they say they have, 
If it's in their hands already, it's fake. It's completely, you can't trust it. So you cannot trust our, our right now, what this is doing is proving that we cannot trust our, our judicial system. Our judicial system. We never like, could trust. Just like our, yes, that's true. We never could. Our judicial system, just like our executive system, just like our legislative system, they're all broken. You can't trust them. And uh, what occurred on Monday, you know, further proves that. It, it definitely provides, you know, just it, it, it's stupid. It should not have happened. It's stupid. And uh, I hope that, you know, I hope that Trump runs. Now, again, I, I have no intention of voting for him because we all know elections don't work anyways. But that's another topic. Um, whether he runs or not, I don't care. I just, I just know that this was a big mistake for the Democrats to do, and it was a political hit job. And anyone who's intelligent can see that. Thought you were Democrat. Uh, no, I ain't nothing. I have no labels. And if you try to label me, you're gonna be making the biggest mistake of your life because I have no labels. You can't label me. I am unlabelable, if that's a word. <laughs> I got a label for you. Oh, I'm sure you do. I'm sure many people have labels for me. And again, if you have any comments, please send emails. TruthAnarchyFreedom at Proton.me. TruthAnarchyFreedom at Proton.me. I look forward to getting your emails. Or we have our Twitter account. Our uh, I have a Facebook page now I created. Uh, or actually, a group. Facebook group I created. I might even create a Facebook page for this uh, this podcast if it really becomes something. But the point is, I have, you know, we have various ways you can contact us. You know, on Facebook, MeWe, Twitter, Instagram. You know, if you have something to say to us, please send us messages. We would love to hear from you. We really would. And your donations, too. Taft.uno, that's our website. You can make donations there all day long. Um, so, I want to also talk about some books I've read. Um, have you read any books lately? I am currently reading Where the Crawdads Sing, and it's a great book, and it follows the movie almost to a T. Well, you do realize the book came out first. Of course. Yeah, so you should say the movie follows the book. Whatever. Well, that'd be the correct... Uh, Fine, you said it for me. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I just want to make sure you're, you're grammatically correct. I am the grammar police. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, I, I like uh, mysteries, sure. I'm not big on fiction. I prefer nonfiction. But, uh, you know, if, if, the, if the fiction is, is um, written well, I will enjoy it, I'm sure. It is. After, the, after I get done reading, you'd like this one. Oh, well, I, I might give it a shot. I've actually finished the book that I was talking about, The God Part of the Brain by Matthew Alper. I've completed the book. I've read every page and I must say I don't agree with Matthew on everything, but I you know, more than I mean, more than ever, I definitely see the um what's the word I'm looking for here? The the flaw in believing that God is real. The flaw in believing that that uh that there is a deity above us. Now again, I'm not putting anyone down. I this is my personal take on uh my uh, on life and religion i think it's a waste of time to have a religion i think religion is just a waste now i don't agree with uh matthew 
in his conclusions that uh, you know that we should you know be more uh, susceptible to like a one-world government and uh, be more kind to. I mean, okay, he's be more kind to each other. Always a good thing, but in terms of um, just you know be willing to you know. Uh, kumbaya and all that. No, I, I don't go along with that. Not at all. Because we are different. We are humans. And I believe that we should all be willing to stand up as unique individuals. So I don't believe in uniformity worldwide and all that nut job nuttiness that he goes to at the end of the book. Um, but is there a God part of the brain? Yeah. I definitely agree with that, that there is. That... We humans are, um, due to nature, due to uh, the way that nature works, that God is a part of our thinking based on, um, what's, what's I'm looking for? He uses a certain word, uh, neuro, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, God, I wish I highlighted it. Um. Anyway, just just read the book, folks. Read the book. I I post the link in the show notes again. Um, it's in past episodes as well. Read this book. It's highly recommended by me. And if you have any questions about God, part of the brain, that's the book for you. I'll read that book if you read my book. I'll consider it. I'm I now since I'm finished with that one, I have taken up reading another book. This one by Clifton L. Talbert. I hope he wrote I'm... the Karma Sutra. No, I I'm kidding with you. Oh, good. Great. You're weird. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this one by Clifton L. Talbert. Uh, he has a website, Clifton And I'll again, I'll post the link in our show notes um, titled Once Upon a Time When We Were Colored. It's about and I've only gotten through. Um, I'm on page 14 right now um, of. It has a hundred and uh, let's say hundred and fifty pages approximately, and um, so it should be a fairly fast read. But um, you know, basically, it's kind of a biography of uh, of himself, of autobiography, would be the proper term, I guess. Uh, he's telling about his life in the South, and uh, Glen Ellen, um, Alabama, was it? Then where did oh crap um where okay uh Glenn 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 Allen Glenn Allen um not sure what uh, what oh what what state was it oh well somewhere down south uh talk about Fremont talk about his family his uh, pappy and uh, mother and he didn't know his father um. Yeah, but basically a good story so far. I look forward to finishing that one uh, soon. And um, looking at his website, apparently the guy is still alive. He um, does consulting. Uh, there's actually a movie, apparently. I click on this link here, and he apparently has a movie based on his life. Um, he has several quotes that are on the site here, like, uh, Your people will do what they see you do. Um, taking the time to build community to get to know your people will have long-lasting benefits. So he does, um, you know, he does these um, oh uh, talks, I guess. Um, he, he gives uh, testimonials and 
goes on speaking tour. Um, he has five books, actually. Um, according to the site here, he has five books he's written. He's on Facebook, Twitter, and, Inst and uh, LinkedIn. And you can book uh, Clifton for a speaking engagement if you want. Um, so apparently this guy is still uh, popular. I don't know anything about him beyond his book so far, but uh, I, I'll post a link to this uh, in our show notes. Speaking of autobiographies, uh huh, uh, we should write our own obituaries, you and I. <laughs> well, yes, it's, it's, uh, it's always a good idea to have an obituary at the rating, no matter your age. Uh, it's like having a will. You should always have, I have a, a will you? prepared. Um I have a will. I have you. Uh -huh. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, everyone, because you know, we are all, you know, going to. You know, I love you like a brother. I appreciate that. Because we all have, um, you know, a shortened time on this planet as, you know, and many would wonder why even, why, why do we even exist? I mean, this goes back to the previous book I was reading. Why even exist if, if our existence is for such a short amount of time? Uh, that's a philosophical question that we can discuss at a later time. Uh, the point being is that, yes, it's always beneficial to, no matter your age, I mean, even if you're in your teenage years, hell, always, you know, you, maybe you start writing your will. Because you never know when you'll need it or when you're next to kin, more or less. I ain't got nothing anybody would want, so there. Well, if that's the case, then your will will be nice and short. <laughs> um, I just, you know, you know, like a like a will, an obituary is a good idea to have uh, ready to go, so that it, you know, should anything you know uh, um, unimaginable happen at any moment. You know, it's it's available and ready to be published. You know, to fill in the blanks kind of thing. Um, you know, like you know, to fill in the blanks. You know, the blanks would be you know your age, day you died, that kind of thing. But uh, the you know the rest of it should be pre-written. I mean, that's how like major newspapers do it for uh, famous people. I mean, yeah, it's pretty standard stuff. Yeah, I mean, as we know. Hey, I got a question for you. <sighs> Yes, I guess I'm rambling, so go ahead, stop me. <laughs> what would you rather know when you're gonna die or how you're gonna die? And you could only know one, but not the other. Uh huh, uh huh. I wow, I've never really considered such a question. Uh, boy, I'm, I'm not sure how to answer that one. Um, I, I, I guess when. Oh, okay. Why? I don't have an answer for that, and I don't think it needs an answer. Oh, okay. Um, you know, life is what it is. We're all, hell, we're all, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Oh, crap. I hate when my head doesn't work. <laughs> I mean, I have words in my head, and they won't come out of my mouth, and that's irritating. Let me tell you, it's irritating. <laughs> um, 
Do you have terminal. Alzheimer's? That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, I must have Alzheimer's because I must be stupid as hell. No, uh, I, I don't know. Who, who hell knows? Um, no, the word I'm looking for is terminal. We're all terminal. From the day we're born, we're all terminal. So, you know, um, we're all, you know, sick in the head and, and, and going to die at some point, some random date down no. the road. Yeah, I have so, an answer to that question. Okay, go ahead. I'd want to know how, so I wouldn't fight it. Oh, okay. Oh, well, whatever suits you. That whatever. way I could go in peace. I wouldn't fight it. Whatever makes you happy. Doesn't matter to me. I hope I go out in a freaking blaze of glory, though. Well, hey, whatever, uh, whatever happens, happens. I told Joe, my other half, that flying back to see my grandpa and grandma... If I should die in a plane crash, just tell him I died in a skydiving accident. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be that'd be the way to do it. Yep, that'd be. I, I like that. That's that's a that's a way to do it. Absolutely, <laughs> I like that. That's that's good. Well, I wanted to mention um, Twitter has suspended me. My Big oldest surprise. account, my oldest account at Riker Seventeen, has been summarily suspended permanently by the Twitter aficionados or uh, Twitter honchos, whatever terminology you want to use for them. Uh, for some reason, they think that me calling COVID a hoax is, you know, wrong. And, you know, me offering my opinion is You didn't bad. say anything bad. That isn't bad. No. I, uh, but the, my, last, my last tweet, and you can see it, I posted it on our Twitter feed, um, my last tweet on that account that before it was uh, without warning suspended is where I re retweeted a tweet from um, someone else commenting uh, on a video showing how um, de um, demented and how old our president, our current president, Biden, is. He, it's a video of Biden coming off the uh, Marine One helicopter, and Jill is by his side. Biden has a mask on his face. Jill does not have a mask. No one else in the scene has a mask on. Joe is the only person in the scene with a mask on. Now, again, we're told that he just came off of, uh, you know, suffering from COVID for you know, two weeks or whatever bullshit they gave us. Um, so he's first time out um, from, you know, first time outside, you know, after being so-called positive for COVID. Um, and so, again, the video is just him coming off of Marine One. He's trying to put his jacket on. I mean, come on. Any president, they, they basically leave their jackets on when they're in Marine One. They don't take it off. But, okay, so you do, whatever. He's having trouble putting his jacket on his his you know his his a suit jacket he he has it he has it in one arm and he's trying to reach around his other other arm to get the other arm in the jacket now again I've had trouble putting a suit jacket on this is not a slight on that this is a slight on the fact that he is a delirious demented old man he should not be president and why the hell does he have a mask on and Jill does not I mean, if COVID is so damn terrible, and if he's negative for COVID, okay, one, if he's negative for COVID, why have a mask on? 
You don't need it. Yeah, why would you on purpose okay. do that to yourself? Yeah, okay. But again, my, my, my question, and you can see the, the post, I question, why does Jill not have a mask on? And then I, and then I do a hashtag COVID hoax. And that's my last post before I get suspended. So right now I don't I, – I, I have nine Twitter accounts. I have a total of 10, including Riker 17, but only nine of them are currently active. My original – Riker 17 is my original Twitter account. I've had that one, oh, I don't know, for a long, long time, many years. Almost, you know, probably since uh, – I think it's since 2008 or 29, something like that. For over a decade, I've had that account. It's the first one that I ever created. And so I've been using it, I mean, a long time. Now, luckily, I did recently back up my data. Um, it was like a gig and a half of data to back up. And I'm glad I did that. And I'm, I don't know what made me do that, but I'm glad I did. So uh, up until last few days, I have all my data backed up from that account. Um so I'm not I'm not too concerned about the data. It's just the fact that Twitter and, I, and I've already submitted my appeal. Yeah, a lot of good that'll do. I've heard the success rate on appeals is uh, nil to none for people like myself who are nobodies. But I'm hoping that Elon Musk will come through and uh, maybe he'll turn things around. Maybe he'll get my account reinstated. I'm hoping that happens someday. Maybe someday sooner than later. But I just want to tell you, folks. If you're looking for Riker17, that's my original account on Twitter, you can't find it right now because they have they have shadow banned it, they have perma banned it, they have eliminated pretty much you know it's in read only mode which means that I can't post, I can't do a damn thing with, I can look at it. I guess others can look at it, but all my followers have been taken away. All the people I was following have been taken away, so those numbers are now at zero. It's disgusting. Twitter is a dictatorial regime, and I hate them. I hate them. Why do I still have the other nine accounts? Because it's useful. It's useful. As much as I hate the damn you know company, it's useful. So I will use them as long as I can, and um, just know that if you need to find me, I'm at MeWe. You know, find me on MeWe. I'm Will Robertson on MeWe. You can find me all day long there. I have I have uh, several pages I've created there. My Podhouse page, my the page for this podcast is there. Uh, my TWRS radio page is there. MeWe is where it's at, folks. Forget Twitter. Forget Facebook. Go to MeWe. It's free. It's uh, freedom. You know your free speech. It's better than all the rest. It really is. Go to MeWe, folks. Go to MeWe. I'll post a link to my page, uh, all our pages there on MeWe on the show notes so you can find us. But I I highly encourage you to go there. And uh, Anarchist, you need to create an account on me on MeWe, you know, so that everyone can follow you as well. Okay. Okay. So just want to talk about my suspended account. Okay, done. Uh, oh, yeah. There's, we didn't talk about how we visited uh, thrift stores this past week. Oh, yes. We did do that, didn't we? Yes. And uh, you showed me um, this new th this uh, thrift store that I was not aware of there in Turlock. And I was really uh, amazed by it. It was, a, it was like a trip back in time. So, yes, it was. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it was, just, it was really nice. 
I liked it. It's called a uh, vintage, uh, vintage thrift. I think. Yeah, that was the name of it. Mm-hmm. And it was. You know, I mean, it had uh, everything from the past. I mean, toys, clothing, um, movie um, memorabilia. Uh, it was just. It was just awesome. I even bought a few things, um, including a. Uh, you know, if anyone remembers, Inspector Gadget, um, voiced by Don Adams. Um, I bought a, a Inspector Gadget toy um, that he had uh, for sale there, and uh, I just I couldn't resist because I'm a fan of Inspector, Inspector Gadget. Not the movie, the cartoon. The movies sucked. Uh, nothing wrong with Matthew Broderick. He was okay as Inspector Gadget, but uh, when they, you know, because Doctor Claw. If anybody remembers the cartoon of Inspector Gadget, Doctor Claw's face was never shown okay there's a reason for that because he was the bad guy and he was mysterious you know we saw mad cat his black and gray cat but we and we saw his, his uh you know the name the, the reason for his name his claw his claw arm but we never saw dr claw's face it was a he was a faceless bad guy and i was just that was that's what made the show interesting the cartoon interesting but when they did when they you know hired rupert emmerich or Everett, whatever his name was, uh, to portray Dr. Claw, and they showed his face in the movie. I'm sorry. I, I was disappointed from that moment forward. It was terrible. Uh, no. The movie sucked. They really did. Matthew Broderick was awesome as, as, as the inspector. Don't get me wrong. He was cool. And I forgot who the actress was that played Penny. Um, but when you show Dr. Claw's face, you ruin it. You take the mystery out of it. You take what made the cartoon fun out of it. And so the movie sucked for me. I mean, there was only obviously only the one starring uh, Matthew Broderick. And then the sequel um, had, I think, with French Stewart or somebody else in the role of, of Inspector Gadget. And, and same for Dr. Claw. Um, but the, the point overall is just the cartoon. Inspector Gadget, the cartoon. I remember playing the video game on the SNES. It sucked. It was a horrible video game. I could not figure the damn thing out. It. I don't know who programmed that, that game, but they did, they did not follow the the way that the the cartoon you know played out. Uh, the the video game was just freaking horrible. I mean, uh, for one, when you pull out Inspector Gadget's Go Go helicopter. You couldn't use it. I mean, it was barely usable. I mean, you would only go down. You couldn't go up. It was it was a terrible video game. Oh God, those those days. Um, but yeah. So, I'm a big fan of Inspector Gadget. What can I say? <laughs> I always want. I've always wished I could say, go go Gadget, uh, legs and have longer legs, or go 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 Gadget arms and have really long arms. I mean, obviously none of it. I mean could be real i mean those that kind of creature that kind of robot could never exist by very the physics of of the of the character could not do do not work by their very definition i mean the 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 gadget mobile i mean turning from a speed car into a van and back that that there's no there's no physics that to support that but um it's just you know imagination is for the imagination of it, for the um, 
you know, just the thrill of a cartoon, it works. As a cartoon, it works. <laughs> uh, did you have any favorite cartoons when you were a kid, Anarchist? Um, yeah, actually, I did. I loved, um, oh, shoot, we were just talking about this, me and a friend of mine the other day. Um, I really liked, um, Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah, yeah, Scooby-Scooby-Doo, where are you? <laughs> I can't sing the song. I can't sing worth a dime. But I know the. I remember watching Scooby Doo for hours on end. Yeah, I was a big fan I of Scooby Doo. And I like the Flintstones. Oh yeah, they're fun. They're fun. Yep. The Jetsons. How about the Jetsons? I like the Jetsons. And and, and the fact that uh, you know George Jetson, uh, you know if, if he were real, he would have been born just a few days ago on the on the thirty first of, of of July. <laughs> yeah. According to according to the cartoon, yeah. My dad's favorite cartoon was Rocky and Bullwinkle. Oh, yeah, I remember watching them. I, I remember having the entire Rocky and Bullwinkle uh, show on VHS. I, I think I still have those VHS tapes somewhere. Uh, but, yeah, I had uh, you know the entire series on VHS when I was would younger. Would you be willing to part with them for a price? Well, if I could find them, I probably would. I mean, they're probably worth a lot of money now. I don't know what shape they're in, though. If they're in good shape, they probably were. I mean, the, the boxes are probably in piss poor shape. I, again, I don't know where they're at. So, I mean, if I could find them, I probably would try to sell them, sure. But again, and not knowing what shape they're in right now, I have no idea what they would go for. Um, and if, if they're not watchable, they're probably worth nothing. <laughs> so, I, I, yeah, I'd be willing to part with them if they're still in good condition. Yeah, of course. But I have to find them first because they're buried in my stash of uh, keepsakes from long ago. Oh, be honest. They're buried in your hoard. Yeah, well, I'm not a hoarder. You know this. I'm not a hoarder. I, I collect you are. things. A hoarder, a, hoarder. Is, a hoarder is someone who cannot get around their own home. I I have things in their place. That it, 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 I call it... Uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking what's the word I, what, what do I call it all? Uh, controlled chaos... It's controlled chaos. Yeah, okay, if you say so. Well, I okay, a hoarder has a has rooms that are impossible to get through. That is not the case with my room. I have a well-beaten path around everything. Uh, things are not stacked to the ceiling. Okay, I have a stack of DVDs over here to my left that are nearly to the ceiling, but that's one stack. I mean, that's, that's how it starts. No, that's that. not how it starts. Okay. I, I I dare anyone to say that I'm a hoarder. I dare anyone to say it because I'm not. I'm not a hoarder. I I, I will never accept that. <laughs> Excuse me. Denial is the first stage in recovery. Yeah, well, I'm not in recovery, so I don't need it. I'm not not gonna I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> okay. Well, Coco has a new job possibly coming up. Oh, does he now? Mm-hmm. Well, good for him. You want me to explain? Well, if, you, if you're willing to, sure. I'm sure the yeah. listeners would love to know more. Um, I'm signing Coco up through Farmers Insurance to be a um, therapy dog for those people who aren't able to have pets. And it starts out free, which is fine. And then it could possibly turn into something paid. 
but I'm trying to get him to go to um, some LGBTQ um, burlesque dancers. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. It's it's, it's a it's a client of um, my other half that have signed up and they're looking for recruits and Coco has the perfect temperament for um, doing that kind of stuff. So I was thinking of signing him up to do that. Oh, hope you have a lot of fun with that. Um, that sounds, should be in- sounds interesting. And you'll have to come check it out with me. I'll pass on that, but thank you. That's not the only people he's seeing. Again, I, I, I'm sure he, I'm sure you'll have a fun time with that. Uh, but, He's uh, going to nursing homes and stuff too. Very good, very good. I hope you all have a very successful career with that. Okay. So my antisocial friend here. Wow, this is taking a weird turn. It's okay. I love you no matter what. You know that. Yeah, well, you're not making me very lovable to the audience. Jeez. <laughs> you claim that you want to go out and do things, and then when you get opportunities, you turn them down. Uh, well, that's not exactly correct, but uh, we'll correct the record at some future date. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I'm correctable. Well, you're definitely an anarchist because you like to uh, spread anarchy all over the place. <laughs> That's for sure. And you're surely doing a lot of that right now. <laughs> Love Good. you like a brother. Well, oh, I... you and I don't agree on most things. I would be the first one to defend you at any cost. And I would do the same to you, my friend. Absolutely. So shall we move on to uh, Today in History? Yes, please. Okay. Historical events for this date in history, August 12th. Um, looking at the Long list here. Um, items of note. In 1323, the Treaty of Nottaberg between Sweden and Novgorod, Russia, regulates the border for the first time. And um, let's see, in 1336, English King Edward III ends wool export to Flanders. Um... In 1492, Christopher Columbus arrives in the Canary, Canary Islands on his first voyage to the New World. Uh, let's see. In 1530, Florence surrenders to Emperor Carol I. In 1553, Pope Julius III orders confiscation and burning of Jewish Talmud. And 1658, first American police form police force is formed in New Amsterdam, and today what is known as New York. In 1665, English fleet beat the Dutch fleet. Oh, I wonder what the score was. <laughs> in 1676, first war between American colonists and Indian. In Indians ends in New England. Let's see what else. In 1813, Robert Southey is appointed British poet laureate by King George III. In 1814, 
Uh, oh, 1833. The town of Chicago is incorporated with a population of 350. Wow. So, happy birthday to Chicago. In 1851, American inventor Isaac Singer patents the sewing machine. In 1863, first cargo of lumber leaves Barad Inlet in Vancouver, British Columbia. In 1867, U.S. President Andrew Johnson defies Congress, suspending Secretary of War Edwin Stanton, leading to his eventual impeachment, but uh, not his uh, removal from office. But he was impeached. Uh, in 1869, self-proclaimed Emperor Joshua Abraham Norton of the USA issues edict abolishing the Democratic and Republican parties. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like this uh, self-appointed, self-proclaimed Emperor Joshua Norton. <laughs> I wish I'd... Well, that was way back in 1869, but I like his idea. <laughs> abolishing the parties. I like that. <laughs> 1876, Madeline, U.S. beats Countess Dufferin of Canada in fourth America's Cup. In 1877, Thomas Edison completes first model for the phonograph, a device that recorded sound onto tinfoil cylinders. Uh, I like Thomas Edison. Well, uh, uh, the more you learn about him, the more you know he was just a uh, a cheat and a uh, a scavenger of ideas. He was not a good guy, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Well, Tesla was the true inventor. Oh, God. You gotta, no, Edison was. No, Edison invented niddly squat. Diddly squat. And Ed, Tesla stole ideas. Tesla. Te, not, Tesla. Not, not, God damn it. You got my words backed up. No. Tesla was the true inventor. Edison stole ideas. Edison was the nope. stealer. Nope. 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 Yes. Yes, he was. He was the. Because he had, you know connections to the patent office so he was able to get his name in the patent office before the true inventors got their names there. Edison didn't didn't invent a damn thing. Fine, but that's not how it well, went down. The truth the truth is always hard to take. Um in eighteen buy a Tesla and drive it and it blows up. Hey again you do understand a Tesla car is no relation to Tesla the inventor. It just right. happened. It just happened. It just Elon chose Tesla because he was a fan of Nikolai Tesla. Yeah, yeah. And rightly so, because Nikolai Tesla is the true American inventor, even though he's not American. He was Serbian, but he's the true American inventor in, in my book. Um, in eighteen eighty-eight, Bertha, wife of inventor Carl Binz, makes first motor tour. Uh, oh, in 1898, on August 12th, Hawaii is formally annexed to the U.S. Um, on the same date, Spain declares war against the United States. Uh, the peace protocol ends the Spanish-American War, and it was signed. Okay, it was it was signed on this date in 1898. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, in 1905, King Leopold II opens Antwerp Central Station. 
1908, Henry Ford's company builds the first Model T car. Um, Too bad Ford cars are shit today still. Well, that's another topic for another day. Uh, 1914, France and Great Britain declare war on Austria-Hungary. Let's see. Pablo Picasso, 1916. Pablo Picasso, Max Jacob, Moise Kisling, Ortiz, and Pacarat are photographed in Paris. And again, I'll uh, put a link to this article in the show notes so you can see the picture. Uh, it's a crazy looking picture. <laughs> that was 1916. Wow. Um, 1920, Battle of Warsaw between Poland and Russia begins. 1922, dedication of Frederick Douglass's home in Washington, D.C. as a national shrine. That's 100 years ago today. Um, 99 years ago, Dutch AR leader Coer replaces De Geer as Minister of Finances. Uh, da, 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 da. 1927, Wings, one of only two silent films, the other being the artist in 2011, to win an Oscar for Best Picture opens, starring Clara Bow. It got Outstanding Picture in 1929. Yeah, Wings, that was the first award winner at the first Oscars, right. Um, what else? Oh, Clarence Birdseye, 1930. Clarence Birdseye is granted a patent for method for quick freezing food. Patent number 1773079A. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. Anything? Uh, let's see. Anything else here? 1941. French Marshal Philippe Pétain gives full support to Nazi Germany. In 1942, British Prime Minister Winston Churchill arrives in Moscow for a conference of Joseph Stalin and U.S. Representative W. w. Avril Harriman. Uh, let's see, anything closer to our date in history here? Uh, oh, how was your kitty cat Salem? Uh, what again? How's your kitty cat Salem? <laughs> okay. She's doing just fine. She's probably sleeping in the chair right now. Aw. Yep, she's a good kitty. Uh, yep. 1950, Pope Pius XII publishes Encyclical Humani Generis. Uh, 1954, Senator Eddie Yost draws his 100th walk for a fifth year. In a, oh, not, not, not U.S. Senator. Uh, well, uh, the Washington Centers, the, the baseball team. <laughs> I didn't know what they, what they were talking about there. Okay, fifth year in a row. Oh, 100th walk. Wow. That's pretty good. Back when they had a, when they were called the Washington Senators back in 1950. Um, oh, here we go. There's something interesting. 1955, U.S. President Eisenhower raises minimum wage from 75 cents to $1 an hour. Wow. Um, 1960, Echo 1, first communications satellite launched by NASA. Uh, 1962, first time there were two people in space. Uh, let's see. 
baseball record, 1964, Mickey Mantle, switch hits, home run record, 10th and final time in a game. Let's see. Oh. 1965, Milwaukee Brewers Baseball Club, Inc. applies for an NL franchise. So it's the birth of the Brewers. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see. What else? What else? Something, uh, something a little more interesting. Okay, how about this one? 1974, Nolan Ryan strikes out 19 and walks only two as Angels top Red Sox 4-2. to two. Uh, 1974, Yankees Mickey Mantle and Whitey Ford become first teammates inducted to Hall of Fame on same day. Uh, 1977, 45 years ago today, Space Shuttle Enterprise makes first atmospheric test flight. Uh, that's cool. Um, something closer. Uh, 1981, IBM introduces its first personal computer, PC and PC-DOS version 1.0. Uh, let's see. 1986, Red Sox pitcher Tim Lawler get, gets a pinch hit single. What about Mayday Malone? Never heard of him. Yes, you have. Who's Mayday Malone? Sam Malone on Cheers. Oh, okay. Uh, well, he's a fictional character, so he's not in any record book. <laughs> Uh, 1988, Boston Red Sox beat Tigers 9-4 for AL record 23rd consecutive win at home. Mm. 1990, Iraqi President Saddam Hussein says he is ready to resolve Gulf crisis if Israel withdraws from occupied territories. We know, we know how that went. Um, let's see... 1991, heavy metal band Metallica released their fifth album, Metallica. Debuts at number one on Billboard 200 chart. Woohoo! Uh, well, let's see. 30 years ago today, Canada, Mexico, and the United States announced completion of negotiations for the North American Free Trade Agreement, one of the biggest mistakes to have occurred. And uh, 19, no, 20, sorry, 29 years ago, Pope John Paul II begins visit of U.S. 1994, first NFL game on Fox Network, exhibition game between SF and Denver. Uh, oh, the strike began 1990, on the same day. Members of the Major League Baseball Players Association go on strike, leading to cancellation of World Series for only the second time in Major League Baseball history. The first was in 1904. Um, and, oh, and on the same day, 1994, Stephen G. Breyer was sworn in as a Supreme Court Justice, and he just retired this year. So, interesting. He almost lasted a full uh, 28 years. Um, let's see, 
What else? 1999, Shakira records her first live album in New York City titled MTV Unplugged. I don't know who Shakira is, and I don't really care. Although from I this, do. From this picture, she does look cute, I have to admit. <laughs> but again, that's probably an old picture. Um, let's see. Uh, in 2004, Lee Shin Lung succeeds Go Chok Tong as Prime Minister of Singapore, and I probably screwed up their names royally. <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> New Jersey Governor James McGreevy comes out publicly as gay in 2004. Oh, how exciting. Ooh. James McGreevy, the former New Jersey governor. Oh, nice. Yeah, who cares? Uh... 2005, an F1 tornado strikes Glen Cove, New York, a rare event on Long Island. Uh, what do we have here? The, in 2012, just uh, 10 years ago, the 23rd Summer, Olympics, uh, Summer Olympic Games closed in London, England. So that was just 10 years ago. Wow. Um, nine years ago, Whitey Bulger, American organized crime boss, is found guilty on 31 of 32 racketeering and firearms counts and is found to have been involved in 11 murders. And as we all know, he died by having his eyeballs uh, plugged out of his eye, eye sockets. <laughs> Sad way to go. Uh-huh. Um, let's see, in 2015... Former U.S. President Jimmy Carter revealed that he had cancer, but it's obviously since gone into remission. But that's, uh, let's see, that's what I got for today in history. Now it's for birthdays. Let's see. Oh, crumbs. I, come on. Okay. Uh, as for birthdays, let's see. Maybe if I tap on this. Um, Pat Metheny. Multiple award-winning jazz guitarist, including unprecedented seven Grammys for seven consecutive recordings, born this day in 1954. Um, let's see who else do I have in terms of um, birthdays, birthdays. Uh, that's the only birthday? Come on, I thought I had, well, that's the only birthday I can find. Okay, well, I'll just plug that out. You can always look for your own birthdays. <laughs> Anyways, I think we got on long enough. Unless there's something else you want to talk about. No, I'm good. My phone's about to die. That's why I'm being quiet. Oh, well, yes. Well, before your phone, you know, disconnects us um, involuntarily, I guess we'll wrap this up. Uh, thank you all for listening. Again, find our show notes at taf.uno. And uh, that's where you can... Donate to our show if you wish. Email us, truthanarchyfreedom at proton.me. Uh, if I haven't said it enough, thank you for listening. I am, ta -ta. I am Truth Teller Will. And I'm Anarchist Becky. Ta-ta for now. Until next week, thank you for listening.